What was that? It was bad. It, it had nothing. No fire, no energy, no nothing. You know I have a shoulder right here, you know? Mm -hmm. And it must pop, pop, pop. So tomorrow from 5 to 7, will you please act like you have more than a two-word vocabulary? It must be green, okay? Welcome to Super Action Bros, the podcast where we talk about movies with explosions and car chases. And Lilo Dallas, Multipass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ryan. And I'm Ian. Welcome to, uh, what episode is this? 21? Uh, 21. This might be episode 21. We are yeah. now able, as a podcast, we, we are now, now able, able to, to drink. drink. Woo! And all the birthdays from here are downhill. Mm, Except this, for 25 when your insurance gets sure lower. Is good. Yeah. Um, so welcome to episode 21, the episode in which we talk about the fifth element, uh, the Bruce Willis... Uh, oh, man. I, I will say classic. Oh, yes. I, I like The Fifth Element. No question. You know, um, this is our first Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> that's true. I was going to say, that's his, his first entry to our podcast. That's um, true. But before we get into the movie, uh, let's talk about a couple ways you guys can reach out to us if you like what we do. Uh, way number one, you can reach us at our website. It's uh, superactionbros.com. So all the things I'm going to tell you you can do, you can do right through there. Uh, thing number two you can do is reach us on Twitter. We have a Twitter account. It's at SuperActionBros, so you can tweet at us. Uh, we also do have an email address. Uh, you can email us at SuperActionBros at gmail.com. And we also do have a Facebook page, uh, Super. I think it's Facebook.com slash SuperActionBros. Um, and we also are part of a website called Letterboxd. What Letterboxd is, is it's a website where you can actually post movie reviews and things like that. So we actually take our reviews, little like pieces of it and post like text on there with all the different movies and you can see the movies we've watched in the past and all that fun business um it's letterboxd.com so no ed letterboxd.com and you can sign up for an account there for free and Wee. check us out so not any further ado fifth element oh man fifth element ian i love this movie this is this do. is one of my this is one of my like top five movies i've paid for this movie on dvd and on blu-ray uh, it's just one of those movies that like whenever I need like a comfort movie, like whenever I'm not feeling well and I'm at home, it's one of the few that I'll just throw This is on. your comfort movie? This is your I'm not feeling good movie? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mine's fairly stereotypical for my like sick day from school movie. Garden State? No. Come on. What, <laughs> it's not an action movie. It's not what a, is not an action movie? It's not an action movie. What is but it? What, what do you think? It's, it's, I, thought, I already told you. Oh, my God. I'm homesick from school. Independence what? Day. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, it's Ferris Bueller. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> well, Ferris Bueller's kind of a card. When I was like movie. really sick, yeah, because there's, there's that part where they, the car yeah, is the jumping. Yeah, you know. Okay. Well, when I was really sick, that would be my go-to. Like I'd watch that. Like I was sick three days in a row. Watch it once a day. Every day. You would, I believe. I would. That. I love that movie. Um, but uh, The Fifth Element, I, I have fond memories of this movie as well. My dad showed this to me when I was a kid. It was my first kind of like weird foray into sci-fi. Like I feel like this is, there's, there's some adult parts in it, but as a kid, it flew over my head. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't realize that there was surprise boobs in here until like the last few <laughs> years when I watched it. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's, uh, I remember watch this seems to me like the, when your kid's like 10 years old, like you show him this and then a few years later you guys can watch Blade Runner and he'll get yeah. it. Like this is, th this is just, it's super fun. Uh, it's really colorful. 
uh, it's got it's, it's got funny. layers of complexity that you can ignore if you want to just watch things explode. It's true, it's true. There is, but we'll we'll talk about that. But let's talk about okay before we get into the movie. Let's talk about as we always do our cast and our director. So who directed this movie? Ryan? This movie was directed by Luke Besson. And what else would we know him from? Uh, Luke Besson movies? made The Professional. Okay, which we, Leon we have to watch The Professional. I keep saying it's this. on the list. It's on the list. One of these days we'll get there and I'll be the happiest boy. Uh, but Luke Besson's made a lot of movies. He made uh, Lucy that just came out mm-hmm. with uh, with Scarlett Johansson. So fairly topical. They're yeah, watching yeah. one of his uh, movies. He made, oh man, he's, let's see. He's produced just a ridiculous amount of movies. But let's see, directed Lucy. He directed, oh man, he's made some a lot of kind of terrible movies. He made Messenger, <laughs> the story of Joan of Arc. Okay. Also stars Mila oh, Jovovich. Yeah, Mila Jovovich. Um, he made Leon the Professional, made La Femme Nikita. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. So some, he's got some some hits and misses on his record. Yeah, he he's tends to be sort of a high concept action right kind of director. He's produced just a ton of French movies. Right. He's so French who is our cast in this movie? We have kind of a who's who of people. There's well, actually, I, I wanted to mention the writer. Okay, who's so, the writer? So of this first? Luke Besson uh, wrote this movie with uh, another guy, and the other guy has written just a ridiculous amount of action movies. Okay. Uh, the guy's name is Robert Mark Kamen or Common. Okay. Um, the guy, let's see, has written, for instance, Taken, Taken Two. Okay. All of the Transporter movies. All right. <laughs> Karate Kid and all of the Karate Kid sequels. Even the even the one with wait a minute, even the one with Hillary Swank. Mm-hmm. E- wait a minute, did he re- write the remake, the new one? Uh huh. Oh man. I don't. I, the new one he gets credited for story. Okay. So I don't know if he directly right. wrote that right. one, but he wrote all the Transporter movies, okay. Kiss of the Dragon, okay. A Walk in the Clouds, all right. Lethal Weapon Three. Okay. Uh, yeah, the guys have just done yeah, That's Karate crazy. Kid, Karate Kid Two. Karate you know, Kid I've never 3. seen any of those Transporter movies. Really? No. Oh, we need to watch them. Probably the second one. And I and I and trust me, I, we're, as as you'll know later this month when we're going to actually have um when we have we're going to have have the, a sneak peek. We're going to have a Jason Statham movie later. Oh, that's right. Um, but not the Transporter. Um, but yeah, I okay. Yeah, you guys, you guys, written that is a crazy resume. Yeah. Of of movies. It's like um, if you need a movie where someone kills a bunch of people. <laughs> This is your man. Or and a lot of people do uh, die in the fifth element. Think about it. <laughs> or where an old man teaches a, a young boy about karate. Yes. <laughs> he's he's your man. Yes. If you're into sweeping the leg and you don't have a problem with that, this is your guy. Um, Crane so, kick. So who else? So what other who other folks are in our movie? So Who's we already cast? mentioned we already mentioned Bru- the land the man the legend Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. And Bruce Willis plays Corbin Dallas, but Corbin I mean his Dallas. character is basically like. A Bruce Willis character. Yeah, it's Bruce Willis. Cracking wise, down in his luck, unbelievable military history. Yeah. And has a cat. Yes, that's true. And and reads obscure Japanese comic books. That's true. He which does. is I've seen a screenshot of the movie where somebody's like, Oh, look at these books. These are all great. <laughs> Who else is in our movie? Um, we got Gary Oldman. Correct. Yes. Oh man. God, Gary As Oldman. A, Chewing John the scenery Baptiste in Emilia Emilia what is it? John Baptiste Emmanuel, Emmanuel Zorg. Zorg. He's he's sort of the big bad, sort of, sort of. Sort he's of like the, movie. yeah. I mean the the we'll talk about the bad guy in this movie. It's a, it's kind of a it's definitely a sci-fi movie. Definitely yeah. for I feel like sometimes the average audience member in this movie was like, huh? Like I don't I don't think that they grasped onto the concept. Well, and I, I feel think like the a, fun I, things I about this like movie is we, you don't have to. Right. But. I feel like us seeing it both when we were younger. Because you see it when you were younger. How old were you? I probably saw it right around when it came out in 1997, so, so I was probably so, like 15. So, I mean, yeah, kind of that age range. Like, seeing it at that age, like, I feel like you're easily, 
more easily able to grasp onto that, like this wacky concept. And yeah. That. As opposed to like an adult who's like, this is, this is silly. This makes no sense. Why is there a planet of evil? Why is this guy bleeding around? out of his face? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Okay, so who else we have? Um, uh, we have Ian Holm. That's right. I love, as, uh, I love Father Vito Cornelius. Ian Holm, you might all know as Bilbo Baggins. Not from the yes. New Hobbits movies, but for all, well, he's in the first one very yeah. briefly. He's the old Bilbo Baggins. He's the old Bilbo Baggins uh, from the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. Uh, but I love Ian Holm so much. Uh, Mila Jovovich. Probably because he shares my name. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I have to grasp on to any Ian I can. Yeah, I know, Ian McKellen's right? definitely top. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Ian McKellen shares the top of the list with Ian Fleming. They're kind of uh, okay. the same yeah. wavelength there. Um, yeah, so Mila Jovovich. Right. Is this like her first big role? Um, I don't, I'm not super or, sure. Was she in... Um, Let's see. Looking, looking on what else was she on? She, was, she was in Run, Lola, Run, was she? That was somebody else. No, she wasn't in Run, Lola, Run. She was in... I mean, she was in some smaller stuff in the late 80s. Right. Return, of the, Return to Blue Lagoon. Is f- sort of her first big role. Oh man, why? it's not not even did the original really one, like one re- of the sequels. Did we need to return to the Blue Lagoon? I'm pretty sure the Blue in, Lagoon creeped us all out and she's in made us Chaplin. feel weird. Things. She's in Dazed and Confused. Okay, all right, uh, oh, all right. So she'd been in some stuff, and she is. She plays the character of Lilu. Yeah, correct. Lilu. Does they have her full name listed there? Um, <laughs> they do in the in the IMDb trivia. <laughs> oh my god, of course they do. Um, and who else? Um, a lot of little uh, little bit actors. Like there's another one of those that the guy who plays like the general. Oh yeah, who like goes from you see that guy in multiple He's things been in a ton of stuff uh, the tommy tiny lister is the president right who i if i remember correctly that was the guy in the dark knight right with the tattoo on his face i think so it was like give me that i'll do what you should have done 10 minutes ago yes he was in the dark oh man yeah he was i was like i know i know you are you that guy oh <laughs> who else by the way the, the other little surprise the first part of the book who's in the beginning of this movie oh yeah luke perry yes luke perry ever so briefly it's yeah. in this movie <laughs> Uh, Tricky um, is in this movie. John yep. Neville. Is oh, in this and who, movie. how have we forgetting with one more person? Oh no, no, really no I haven't important. forgotten. I'm oh, okay. saving him for last. Oh, okay. You know who else is in this movie? Who I did not expect at all. Who? You've seen Amelie. Mm-hmm. You know the guy in Amelie. Yeah. He is in this movie. Who is? Who's he? He's the guy with the hat. The guy with the hat. Give me the draw. Oh, that guy. He's, oh, okay. He's that guy. <laughs> oh, that guy. Okay, and I know the other guy that was like the the ship hand guy. He's been in like Mouse Hunt and uh-huh. all sorts of things. I've seen him in like there's something about Mary and stuff. But uh, yeah, we're but I, I, I think we're forgetting somebody. I feel like we're forgetting a really a character that was put in this movie for one reason <laughs> to be as loud and obnoxious, but just head shakingly funnily weird as oh, possible. Gosh. And Chris that Tucker. is Chris Tucker as as Ruby Rod. And everybody does that if they say his name. Or they go, or they say his name really loud too. Yeah. Everybody, like even that lady in the hotel room, she's like, and you'll be sitting next to Ruby Rod, and she's like really calmly addressed the time, which is weird <laughs> to me. I'm like, why do people have to say his name like that? Because that's how you say it, and you're not sure where his like preferences are. <laughs> I mean, you get an idea, but then you're like, eh. oh man, like it's... that sort of stuff went over my head as a kid and had no idea what was happening there. Yeah. Um. So okay. Um. That's our cast. Um. So before we get into the plot and all mm-hmm. that stuff, we always like to talk about the MacGuffin of the movie. So Ryan, what is a MacGuffin for those of you who are listening and don't know what that sure. is? A MacGuffin is um is the thing that that people are trying to get in a movie. It's an Alfred Hitchcock term. Uh, I mean, an, e- an easy one is Raiders of the Lost Ark. They're trying to get the Lost Ark. That's the MacGuffin of the right. movie. I feel like this MacGuffin's pretty straight. There's, I feel like there's two MacGuffins in this movie. Um, okay. There's the obvious one. I mean, I, I'm not going to be. It's not going to be over the over the top uh-huh. crazy. The obvious MacGuffin is the stones. Everybody wants the stones. Mm-hmm. You know, the stones, the stones, the stones. You hear and about the, these stones. And the, the fifth element. That is the other yeah, MacGuffin. That's is the fifth the element. Lilu. 
spoiler alert yeah <laughs> the, the perfect woman the perfect woman the perfect be- not even oh, woman the perfect, the perfect being, being. Yeah. not even woman being um i feel like those are two mago i don't know do you have any other ones other than that i think yeah i think you're right on i mean in a in a broader sense the MacGuffin is life yeah that's what i was gonna say like what do you think because i don't think they ever come out and really say it but what do you think the fifth element really is is it life is it that i think i think it's i mean if is you want to look at it from a from a captain planet point of view ian it's heart. It's heart. Oh God! Because no. the four other elements are air, water, water fire, fire and, earth. and earth. Yeah. I mean, is it heart or is it like? It's love. I, it's kind of it's love, life. It's kind of all that. It's like the the epitome of positive human emotion. Like yeah. that is what the fifth element is. <laughs> I don't know because they never quite say it. Like they 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 kind of hint that it's life, and then it, and then at the very end, which we'll come to discuss. Yeah. It, it, it maybe it isn't. I don't know. I still don't have the answer. All I know is Lilu is. Supposedly the embodiment of that perfection. Yeah. So I guess perfection is the fifth element. Sure. Yeah, that's kind of a weird <laughs> way to look at it. I don't know. Uh, um, so, okay. So themes in this movie, though. Obviously, life is very important mm-hmm. theme in this movie. Um, I think I think there's sort of a theme of of freedom in a yeah, weird way. I can see that. Because, I mean, it, it's very clear that the ones who are the bad guys or a position on the, on the bad side are the ones who want to control people and yeah. be in charge and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then the ones on the good side are people like, uh, like Bruce Willis who just wants to live his life. He yeah. wants people not to bug him. He doesn't want to be in the military anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, he just wants to be free. Mm-hmm. And Lilu who's running around. Right. Yeah. She doesn't want to be taped up in those thermal. Bandages. No, she didn't. She doesn't want anybody to tell her what to do. Yeah. So, um, okay. So now that we have that, let's, let's talk about the plot. So right. the movie starts off. The movie starts off what a, a couple thousand years ago. Well, mm. according to our movie timeline, yes. I oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's, I guess it starts off in... Like 1930s. Yeah. Looks like. Um, yeah, investigating a... Uh, investigating a... Uh, ruins. Ruins of some, of some African, sort. It's supposed to be Egyptian ruins. And this is a really good way to put an exposition without like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I didn't feel like it was like hitting you over the head with, all right, everybody. Like this is a clever way to put exposition in without... Well, I remember when I first saw this movie, like I, I was like, oh, this is, a, this is a space movie. This is a science fiction action movie. And then it starts in Egypt in the past. And I'm like, what is going on like why like why is this going on so long yeah like we're supposed to see something and then we jump to the future yeah but the jump to the future takes like good a good half hour and we get sort of an idea of the fifth element and and all of most of the players in this movie are established um by the old scientist guy sort of reading what's printed on the wall and then the aliens descend so these aliens walk out and they're (laughs) They're well, actually, they, they don't really walk. They, yeah, they kind of like they like they're like out. the Emperor Penguins of aliens. Like <laughs> they they walk out of the ship. Well, hu- well, kind of waddle out of the ship. Maybe gravity works differently on their home planet. Maybe, um, but they're they're kind of these. They I don't know how to describe them. Like they look like that. Like they look like those 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 Twilight Zone robots from that one episode where. No, no, I got nothing. I you have no idea what you're talking you about. You don't. Okay, <laughs> never mind. They look like Mondo Chiwans. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which is the name of the kid. And they have these little, like, you know, crow from MST3K heads. <laughs> um, and they're and going they speak there. In, like, to, really deep, gravelly voices. Right. And they go in there to get the stones because Earth isn't safe for the stones anymore because all you Earth people do is destroy. Mm-hmm. And as as we've learned from, from, Luke, from Luke Perry. Yeah. <laughs> Because Luke Perry has, guns. shoots at him and on and, accident because he's terrified. He doesn't yeah, know what he's, he's seeing. He's scared. It's nineteen thirty, and, and their priest who's with them was just about to poison the the scientists because he was he they're knows too, too much. They're getting yeah, too, they're close. too close. Uh, but then they open up the the like secret room in the temple and, and they and make the, the scientist guy go to sleep. Yeah, and the other guy go to sleep too. I think. 
I, yeah. Or does he hit him in the head or something? I, th- I thought it was, it was sort of... Either I way, tell no if humans die. <laughs> knocked him down or if they killed him. Yeah. So some, they don't actually say that anybody dies. Yeah. But um, yeah, they, they have these stones and then one of them is getting stuck in the walls as they're closing Indiana Jones style yeah. and he can't waddle fast enough to get out. And his body gets crushed in his little key that he gives yeah. to the priest. Only says, life like, important. And he yeah. has the key to the priest. Says Time not important. Smashed. Only life important. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets smashed and the key comes out and he has, he's like, I'll protect this. I will pass it on to yeah, my I'll, successor. We'll be here in 500 years. In fi- or 5,000 years. No, when you it, come was 5, it was 5,000. No, 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 every 5,000 it happened, but this was towards the end of the cycle. So oh. it's going to be in 500 years. Oh, okay. In and then, so now years, we're in the okay. 24th century. Okay, got it. Okay. You I've seen this movie a lot of times. Right? Okay, all right. <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't fight you. Did you ever play the video game? There's a video game? There's a video game. Is it? On Super Nintendo? It's on PlayStation 1. Oh, that's original. even more perfect. It's really bad. <laughs> I need to fire my PlayStation 1 and get my hands on it. <laughs> All right. Maybe for your birthday, for Ooh, Christmas. Okay. Um, so we then jump to the future. We jump yeah. cut to the future. And we see, and now we're at the, the president of, of the Federation. The of, president of the future. <laughs> yeah. He's basically the president of the future. Um, former professional wrestler. Uh, Tiny Lister is there. Uh, he's the president, and then he's got his his advisors and his military guys. Uh-huh. And I really liked how anime everybody was. Yeah, it's like true. like all the all the military guys have these weird. They're not just like Bluetooth earpieces. No, but they practically are. And they all wear have berets. Like, they have like little lights and things that uh-huh. come up off of them and stuff like that. But they've got. But now they're they're looking at this planet. Mm-hmm. This planet that is evil it's pure evil pure evil and also looks like fire actually there's a name i found out oh yeah in the the movie he says it he calls it uh, zorg calls it it calls it oh you're right calls it what's he call it mr shadow Shadow, yeah which is of course the the, no nothing strikes fear to the hearts of men like mr shadow (laughs) do you think that when they were making the shadow they were like that's our first draft name mr shadow Shadow. no how much is the Senior, <laughs> Senior Shadow. Shadow. Um, so uh, yeah, so this big planet and is is hanging out in space, made of fire and death, and, and it, they don't like that. They don't like this it. This is America, Earth. No, everyone gets to live, and so I don't know why they never really established that. No, it's it's bad, so they're gonna blow it up because that's how we do things. Here I I feel like, and maybe you can maybe maybe if you know any of the trivia about this, I feel like they had to make a lot of cuts to this movie. Like they want it to be longer because there are points of the story that I feel like where they wanted a little more explanation, but they're like, no time, no time, go go go. I mean, the movie is. I don't know. It is pretty long already. It's I had a dream that I was. It's pretty tight. There's yeah. always something going on. I had a dream the other night before I watched Fifth Element. Totally a little bit off base, but I, I, I had a dream that I went to go watch, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna watch this before I go to work." And I look look at the time, and it said, and maybe this is because of our other movies that we've watched. Uh-huh. It was like four hours. It's not four. hours I know it's long. not four hours. It's not, but I dreamed that it was, and then I had, and I was so convinced it was real that I had to check Netflix. And no, it was not <laughs> two four hours, hours and six minutes. Two hours and six minutes. I'm like, that's doable. It's it's decently long. It's decently this long. This was really long for an action movie in 1997. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I remember this thinking this movie is super long. Yeah. Um, so we, so we see them launch some missiles at the fire planet and all that does is cause it to grow because evil begets more evil. Yeah. So death begets more death and, and so end up destroying the ship. And so, but, and, and after the ship is destroyed, they're all sort of in a panic and, uh, Ian Holm, Dr. or priest Vito Cornelius <laughs> is there. You know, all the characters, yes, names, do. don't you? Uh, and, and he's like, you have, you know, give me 30 seconds and I'll explain to you what's going on the president and the yeah. president says you have 30 seconds so he explains it and he's like and the mono chi ones are the ones who have the weapon and and they'll be bringing it back to earth so we can defeat this thing and then all of a sudden somebody comes in there's mono chi one ship trying to enter the frontier yeah and so he's like immediately justified 
And then the the ship starts coming in, and then these weird alien guys with big noses and ears blow it up. Yep, that's true. Totally unexpectedly. They do. Big rubber face guys. Yep. So this Mondo Chi one, this big robot person, Mondo Chi one, God. (laughs) Now I've got you saying it. Oh, boy. I thought Ewoks were bad. Man, that should have been my AOL username. <laughs> um, Mondo underscore Mondo Chi one underscore yeah, was Mondo uh, un- like underscore M-O, dude like with the, a D O O D. The Mondo part would have been capitalized. No, it would be no, it'd be Skater S K eight T E R underscore Mondo Chi one. Yeah, with, with zeros <laughs> instead of O's. X <laughs> Skater X Mondo Chi one X. <laughs> oh, that's sad. How accurate that is. Um, <laughs> so okay, so this ship crashes. Yeah, and so they're only able to recover a tiny portion of the fifth element. Right. Um, a hand. A hand with, with like bones and stuff sticking yeah, out. Yeah, it's a Mondo Chiwin hand, that robot hand. And so then we get to the, the first big sort of like weird science fiction-y montage. Yeah. Which is where they, they well, regrow. First, do we, no, well, first we meet Bruce Willis, though. So let's not, oh, let's yeah, not, you're let's right. not, let's okay. not, let's okay. not uh, no, out to Corbin Dallas ahead. here. So Cor- we get we get an instant feel for Corbin Dallas character that he is Bruce Willis. Yeah. If there was any confusion, might Bruce Willis be expanding his acting chops? No, no it's Bruce not Willis. in this. It's Bruce Willis. Um, he lives in this tiny little apartment, this little mm. crappy apartment. Actually, it's pretty. I thought it was pretty awesome. Oh, I love the science fiction design in this movie. And the costume design. You mm-hmm. know, the, the guy who did the costumes is Jean-Paul Gaultier, mm-hmm. who is like a very famous costume and like fashion designer. I knew that name looked familiar in the opening credits. Yeah. Um, so, or or as, as Ryan's daughter refers it at the end of the movie, because yeah. the movie is over. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, he wakes up in his crap little apartment with his cigarettes with these really long filters because yeah. he's trying to quit. And his cat. And his cat and his bed that, that instantly makes itself in oh, the man. wall. I kind of like And that. then we learn later there's a fridge shower, which is awesome. Well, yeah, everything is like, it's like a, it's, it's like a modular. Yeah. I feel like I've seen like a YouTube video or a Tumblr uh-huh. post about a apartment that looks like that now. Yeah. And, and I remember reading on Tumblr, somebody's like, Oh, so it's somebody just made the apartment from the fifth element in real life. 20 <laughs> years later. And it, this guy tries to, to rob him when he opens the door. Oh yeah. Cause the guy has a, yeah. cause he looks out the, the little people and it looks, the like, and looks just like the hallway. And then he's got, he opens the door <laughs> and this guy with a big gun yelling, give me the cash has a <laughs> like, hat with a, with a <laughs> with the hallway, hallway printed, printed on it. <laughs> On, on like this flat panel and it's the first it's the first like great like clear scene that one bruce willis is bruce uh, willis in this yes, movie and because he's, two this movie is not going to take itself very seriously no because he pulls he keeps commenting on the guy's gun and how awesome it well, is and, and he like knows loaded. all the specs about the gun he's like oh it's not loaded and he's like how do you load it and you gotta push that little yellow button right there yeah and the guy like takes like a good couple of seconds to do it he's like you want me to do it no and he's like trying to reach yeah I, oh, and then he ends so up taking his gun and with his huge arsenal of weaponry that, yeah, that apparently like he's confiscated yeah. it looks like <laughs> Um, and yeah, and then he goes off to do his job, which is being a taxi Space driver with, with his two points left on his license. Five points. Five points. Point. Five points. That point's right. Um, and Siri in his, in his taxi telling him how badly he's doing. <laughs> yes. So he's it's driving a, on his flying, flying taxi, which is the coolest. Flying New York City. Which honestly is my favorite vehicle and, in the whole movie. Oh man. That and flying taxi is the coolest. So thing I was reading about it. So Digital Domain did most of the special effects. Digital mm-hmm. Domain is, um, oh, what's his name? James Cameron's, yep. uh, Science fiction. That's not the word I'm looking for. James Cameron's special effects company. That's right. Uh, we had a friend who used to work for them for a oh short yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I guess the whole New York City, it's uh, models. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, <laughs> I'm not surprised. So, but so like, but it's no, no. I mean, like, it's not CG. Yeah. They like made it. Oh yeah. In no, miniature. No. I don't doubt it. And then green screened all the stuff in front of it. I don't doubt it. That's so cool looking. <laughs> so okay, so Bruce Willis is out doing his taxi business, and this is where we jump back to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. So. So Lilu is yeah, so they make Lilu. They they 3D print her. 
Yeah. Which is funny because when this movie came out in 1997, this was like super science fiction-y stuff. Yeah. And the whole part about like rebuilding a human being is science fiction still. But the part about like printing a human being or printing like The parts, materials of yeah, a human being? totally like... I have a friend who builds 3D printers oh, for fun man. as a hobby. And you can like, and they're, they're working on it right now where you can 3D print organs. Like, and not like made of plastic, like made of gen- genetic people material, like to put into people. Like to play music? No, like vital organs. Oh, yeah, that would be really gross. Yeah, I know, it is gross. But that's essentially what they're doing here. They reprint a skeleton and they reprint all their... They make, they make this Mondo Chi when... Well, then, I'm assuming... Then, I'm assuming is... She's, she's human? Is she human? Well, because they see she has was, the regular... Was, like, DNA just like us, but it's... Like, there's so much more of it. I don't... And that's the thing, but I never understood. Like, because she looked like a Mondo Chi when, when she's flying in. Well, she's in... she She's just in that big coffin thing. Oh, okay. The big gold coffin thing. Okay. So we never really see her, and we just see the hand and part of the coffin. And you oh, notice that that hand is still connected oh, to the handle of the... Okay, that's what I was confused about. Uh, I thought they made it from that, that oh, robot that no, was there. No. So it's whatever was in that little box he was carrying was... was Is that where she was? I'm confused. No. The, so so when they leave uh-huh. in the first part with uh-huh. the, the... Because they put the hand in the the 3d printing machine and then she but is the, attached that, to the hand. that hand she is the hand okay and it's remember the part where the model chewins are bringing out they bring out a, they put the stones in a box and they uh-huh. bring out the box and then they bring out this hovering floating coffin face uh-huh. thing uh-huh, uh-huh. she's in that oh all right now that makes that's something that's confused me for years oh really years right it's a little confusing uh, but now i understand yeah um and then they that that's when we get surprised boobs well no but before <laughs> that they they and this is the part that i don't know for some reason i always they they print the muscle and stuff uh-huh. and then they close it and they're like we're gonna irradiate it with slightly greasy solar atoms <laughs> i don't know that sounds like a band name or slightly something. greasy I, solar atoms yeah um yeah i would go see that band live and um then, there's beer and then we see Lulu then, for the yeah, first time. Yep, surprise boobs. Surprise and, boobs. And then it's great because the the instantly the covered with bandages. The doctor is making it perfect. That's <laughs> just what creepy. he says. He's it's kind of creepy. Super creepy. Um, well, and then the and the generals are. I need to take some pictures for the archives. <laughs> <laughs> and they cover with that bandage bandage effort, which yeah, you've seen thermal bandages. Thousands of girls at comic cons everywhere oh. wearing it. You for know, better for worse. For better for worse. Um, and. Um, yeah, and then she escapes because they were teasing her, and they bra- and, she breaks she's out. Perfect. She's perfect and breaks through, and she's super strong. Um, so okay, so this is where we first around. see the cops. Can we talk yes, about the cops? The police officers' outfits. Go ahead. How do you, what do you think about the police officers' oh, outfits? Those, man. those big dopey helmets and the huge flashlight on their chest. <sighs> I thought the the outfits and and uh, freaking uh, what was that? <laughs> oh, and Demolition Man were bad. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Oh boy! I and didn't. I love the way everybody looks in this movie. I it's know. so science fictiony. You love it and so like kind of dumb and fantastic <laughs> at the same yeah. time. It's good though. No, it's fun. It still holds up. Oh, okay, so this movie looks a lot like French comic books, it's like true. especially like Mobius. Oh yeah, it, I, it, there's it, definitely there's a, a Mobius influence in there. Mobius no wonder you love movie. it so much. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's um, a Mobius movie. It's the closest thing we'll ever get. <laughs> so she's running away and she jumps off a, a ledge into a and smashes into, into, into Cor- Bruce Willis's yep, cab, which takes some points off his license. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a police chase because he hits some people at McDonald's. Well, corporate, there's a, there's corporate. a police chase and because the police want to get her back. Uh-huh. And she's sitting there like bleeding in the back seat of his of his cab, and she's. Uh-huh. Big she boom. doesn't. She, Big doesn't, yeah, she doesn't speak English, <laughs> but she does read English, and so she sounds out, "Please help!" Please on an ad. Yeah. Help. And so he I decides to help her in this movie. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> creepy. Um, so he decides to help her, and and they <laughs> run away from the cops. And oh. there's a pretty fantastic 
three-dimensional flying cop versus taxi chasing. I'm just going to throw this out here real quick. I don't know I'm thinking about it because we're talking about Lilu. I think this might explain my attraction to redheaded women. (laughs) (laughs) So really have red hair. It's more like it's orange, cool orange. but but you're I, a kid, like, and that's like, like and a whole like, oh, that's generation. The thing to that. I feel like a whole generation of teens like fell in love with girls who dye their hair weird colors yeah, because of this movie. It's true. I, I'm one of them. Thank you, Ramona Flowers. Um, so okay, so yeah, she so they, they get away, and there's a whole huge chase scene, and it's and awesome. It's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. It's like a flying car chase scene. It's great. And there's not since Star Wars Episode Two. <laughs> which came later <laughs> it's true and but but star wars episode two the whole thing looks like it's in uh it's cartoons you yep. know this this is there's you know tangibility to some of the stuff right. that happens here right and there's a there's a great part where um where he's he's going and like i think we lost them they don't chase you after a mile they don't chase you and all of a sudden there's all these cop cars lined up <laughs> and they start shooting and it's oh man i like that he loses all his ports on his license and his yeah car and he ends up destroyed. just breaking siri so that, so that it stops talking to him. <laughs> and then he takes her to the priest. In, yeah. In, and, and well, no, after he's like hiding vertically yeah. mm-hmm. and she's like knocked out. So he takes her to the priest and there's the joke like, oh, oh marriage is the next floor down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's when they sort of like figure out who she is. Mm-hmm. And that's when he tries to kiss her and yeah. she pulls the gun on him. <laughs> A great scene. Never without my permission. Yeah. Um. And so they're so they're basically saying, "Okay, Mr. Dallas, thank you so much. Bye bye." And like it, him and this dopey kid that he's with. Yeah. This dopey kid with his goofy hat. Mm-hmm. With this um, Devo hat. His goofy apprentice Devo hat. Yeah. Like it looks like soft and, serve. And, and Bruce Willis is is clearly in love with her already. Yeah. Of course. She has melted his old. When sad a girl heart. falls in the back of your uh, of your cab and you're and she's talking in baby talk and she's saying big bada boom and, and she's wearing practically nothing. Help! You're like I, I don't I, I kind of love you right now. <laughs> I don't know. She is perfect. She is the perfect being. So I, guess so, I yeah. imagine so. But nobody else seems to. Anyway, all right. Moving forward. So then. Uh, Ian Holm gets called into uh, Gary Oldman's office. Yes. Yes. When this is where we meet Zorg. <laughs> the, oh, man. Oh, man. <sighs> Zorg. This guy, Gary Oldman, ate, chewed the scenery up. He just, there's like, go nuts. And he had this, like, wacky walk. Like, it's really well, stern. No, and, I don't. That's not when Gary Oldman meets Ian Holm. Ian Holm and Gary Oldman meet later. That's when we we're first introduced to Gary Oldman because he's talking to oh, the, yes, the, bad right, the, guy, the bad guy aliens. And they bring the him the box without the stones without in it. Without the stones in it. But first, he gets to demonstrate his cool gun. Yeah. <laughs> his cool gun that has the, the replay action. Yeah. Where the all the bullets button. go to the same, the same location. Poison darts. Oh man! The uh, the famous net launcher. Yep. Oh. Flamethrower. Yeah. My personal oh. favorite. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then a true killer would ask with a little red button and on the just, side. It, Gary Oldman is fantastic. Yeah, oh, he's so wacky in that hair. That it's hair funny choice. because I feel like oh, he also now, starts out. The first thing we see him do is fire one million people. Yeah, and and <laughs> jobs. and, and uh, a trivia: one of the one million people he fires is Corbin Dallas. I'm not surprised. Yeah, because he mentions fi- you know from the taxi company. Yes, uh, but. I he's just I feel like now Gary Oldman gets a lot of serious roles. Yeah, because he's done more serious work. He's becoming a more respected actor. But then in 1997, man, or Gary HTC. Oldman was just crazy town. He could just do whatever he wanted. Yep. He wears this weird plastic shield on half of his head. Yep. And he has like a Skrillex haircut before that was a thing. Yep. You really need to watch him in The Professional. Yeah, I believe you it. will. Well, I, I feel I feel like. I feel like him in the professional clearly is why he got hired for this. Oh yeah, because it's the same director. Or same yeah. Director, so. Well, I mean, and he's he's obviously it's more grounded, but he's crazy in that. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> so, um, 
okay, so we so we meet him, and he he hello. <laughs> he's like, yeah, those guys aren't true killers. A true killer would have asked about the little red button on the side of the gun. And then you just hear an explosion. It's like a self destruct button, yeah. I guess. <laughs> it's like um, a grenade. And he's pretty cool. He's, he's lighting a cigarette, and there's a huge explosion in the back. And you're like, oh, this guy's a, a ba man. Yeah. It's the ultimate ba moment. <laughs> um, and so, and then we see Lilu learning about um, learning all, English. Yeah, learning, learning and, English, and, learning about all of our history. Just catching up and eating turkeys, instant turkeys that. Even faster than the hydrating pizza and Back to the Future Two are made, <laughs> um, and then she gets called. That's why. That's when he gets called in to see Zorg. Yeah. Um, so Ian Holm goes to see Zorg. Yep. After and, is it is that now? Because Zorg we already, has already talked to Mister Shadow at this point, right. mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, you know, I, I didn't get the stones, but I will get them." Mm-hmm. And Mister Shadow, and right after that, that's when he talks to. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't do the blo- bloody head yet. No, that doesn't no. come yet. Yeah. Um, so he's talking to Ian Holm, and Ian Holmes is like, "Oh, like, you know, this is this is you know, sometimes in order for life to happen, you gotta you know kill some people to then make life happen. You have yeah. to break a few eggs to make your omelet, you know." And then he starts choking on a cherry, and Ian Holmes like, "Oh, where's the robot to uh, <laughs> uh, perform the Heimlich maneuver on you?" That's what he says. Yeah, but... <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love that. And then at yep. the end, like he he saves his life. He's yep. like he's like, "You saved my life, so I'm not going to kill you right yeah. now." See ya. Yeah. <laughs> and then takes off. Um, and then we cut to God, next. it's oh. really the only time that the good guys in this movie and the bad guys in this uh-huh. movie ever interact. Mm-hmm, that's true. And and they're both sort of tangential in that as well. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, I, think. I don't think, you know what I'm realizing? Yeah. Bruce Willis never comes across him. Does no, he? He doesn't. They, never. they, they sort of like pass like ships in the night. Yeah. Uh, but they I, never, they never fight each other. It's, it's interesting that the, that the big showdown is, is only ever against Mr. Shadow, the evil planet, which isn't really a showdown. Just like no. we fired this. It's like yeah. the death star. We fired a weapon at him. And, and we, that's it. And, yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, it's, it's sort of interesting structurally that the, the main bad guy and the main good guy never really talk or even interact at all, mm-hmm. even to fight. Right. Yeah. And so we so we cut back to Bruce Willis, and he's in his apartment talking with some guy, his buddy, his oh, friend his, buddy. His, I think it's friend his boss. friend boss guy. Yep. And he's like, I'm in love with this girl. It's perfect fair. You know, she's got, she's 5'10", got red hair, and she's perfect. It's <laughs> getting pretty girl. Um, and so then he gets... Chinese food or Thai food. I don't know what he says. They say Thai, but then it, it seems Chinese. I don't know. Yeah. Some sort of, I don't know. <laughs> Some sort of offensive. Some sort of Asian. Asian bias thing. Yeah. Um, and, and so he gets a letter basically he gets saying fired. that he got fired. Yeah. And um, yeah. And then, he, and then he finds out good news, which is that congratulations you won a contest yeah so there's this contest that hasn't they haven't mentioned it till right now right so but but that's when we um but the, the, right before that when lulu is learning english she also explains where the stones are right she the explains stones are the, the, with the diva yeah who is this big blue lady oh and that's during the kind of back and forth there's some really good cutting because that's when that's when they're not they don't have the stones yeah yeah there's some good cutting back and forth yeah, yeah so, it's, so it's very clever because you're learning where the stones actually are <laughs> at the same time you're seeing Zord get angry about the fact that the bad guys don't have the Yeah, stone. they do that a couple times. Yeah, they, and, and they, Lilu's laugh is like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, she just laughs, <laughs> really laughs like weird. a crazy person. Yes. Uh, so so anyway, we um, we learn that the that the diva has him and she's going to be performing at, on this planet. Performing on, well, it's not a planet. It's, it's, it's on a, a ship cruise ship. That's going space, to this space, space cruise ship around planet. a planet called Floston Paradise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Names in this movie. <laughs> I know, right? So, uh, um, and so it's completely sold out and there's no possible way to get there except for if you win the lottery of these two random tickets. And guess who wins the lottery? Corbin Dallas because uh, the government rigs it. Yep. And so, and so he's going to go there and do and a so low-level operation. The general right? guys show up and yep. they and they make a joke about how you know you're the only one of your you're the most decoration decorated person in your unit. You're uh-huh. also the only one still alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so and they're like, this lady is going to be your bride. Yeah. And you guys will go and it's this like 
big like German, you know. <laughs> like she's yeah, Fräulein, yeah. like lady. He's like no, yeah. Well, like, and, and then and then it's, it's sort of like a comedy of errors because then so they're in the apartment and they hear. And then Knock it's the door. Ian Holm and, and Lilu were there. And so he hides all the generals and then they come they in hide the like, fridge. He pushes them in the fridge. Yeah. And then he's like, Oh, we, we just heard that you won this ticket. We need you to go to Floss and Paradise. Not even we need you. He has a gun. Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm going to do this to you. But he's like shaking as he's holding the gun. And then, uh, the police show up Yep, because he's wanted also. Yes. Because of the whole firefight and all that. Chaos. Right. Correct. And except that Lilu has happened to pull his tag off the door and put on the door next to his. Yes. And so then he hides them and the police come and the police leave. You put your hands against the wall yeah. and they're like, Corbin Dallas, we found him. And he's like, hey, Mr. Dallas, put your hands on the wall. It's some other guy. And yeah. he's like, look at this. And Bruce Willis, wrong answer. Yeah. <laughs> and they arrest this guy who they think is Corbin Dallas. And then they, you just see them dragging a wriggling, screaming body bag away. Yes. And they got, we got him. Thanks for the tip. Yeah. And then the tip is from Tricky, who works for Corbin. Yep. Or that's works right. For, uh, that's right and then they they end up thinking that's corbin dallas so we're gonna take his place and we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna we're gonna put him out there but so I, it's funny because it's like it's like the whole time you're watching it's just ridiculous yes. and it's really silly Ian like Holm all gets these stuck different in things the plastic bed they put lilu in the shower and she of course any opportunity to get this woman shirt wet <laughs> they will take <laughs> and then she decides to just dry herself off and they both turn around very quickly yeah she, funny. She, there's a lot of Surprise. that joke of like oh she's taking her top off and we yeah. can't look <laughs> like but the camera's gonna look. The camera's well. Look, no, it's like oh, oh, oh she's, yeah. she's she's perfect, isn't she? Yeah, she's great. Yeah, it is PG thirteen. No, that I think it's uh, just. I don't know. And it's French. I don't know. Uh, um, so it's PG thirteen. Wow, really? Yeah, ah, they got away with the. They don't have any f words. That's true. They, they don't, don't have any f bombs. So um, the, he ends up blurry. He ends up taking the uh, the ticket from the general is now frozen in his fridge apparently. Yeah. And and they have and they've created a. Somehow they gave her a multi pass, which is basically they like gave a her a fake passport. ID. They got her yeah. fake ID. The little yeah. the little David kid gets, oh, gets fake right. IDs yeah. for her and, and, and gets one for Corman Dallas. And so they go to the airport or spaceport, yeah, whatever spaceport. it is, to check in to this ship and they get but, on the cruise but ship. First but but first remember um the little kid David hits Bruce Willis with one of his military awards and takes Lulu Ooh. and the ticket. No, no, David doesn't do that. No, no. Ian Holm takes oh, Ian it, Holm takes, takes the ticket. And so Ian, so Bruce Willis gets to the spaceport yeah. just as and that David other was going to go with David. The little he was going to be Corbin Dallas. Hat was going to be Corbin Dallas. But but it, it that he doesn't work. He's like, oh, this guy was was yeah. checking in for me because Corbin decides I'm to wake up and go, what Corbin the Dallas. heck? And this is by the way after getting a phone call from his mother. Oh yeah, was and his mother. Oh gosh, it's like the it's like the the running gag of like it's the mother who's constantly like, oh, you're a disappointment. You want me to die, don't you? Like yeah. that. that kind of and she just doesn't stop talking. And yeah. he's like, mom, mom, I gotta go. Yeah. So he shows up at the airport. Or a spaceport, Lilo yeah. Dallas multipass. Yeah, <laughs> so that, there's that line, classic yes, line. Classic. So they so they get on the spaceship, and then there's like this comedy of all these other people who try to pretend yeah, to be him. Yeah, so so the two two of the bad guy aliens who are shape shifted into yeah. people try to get in. Yep. Uh, and they're like, and no. then uh, they're like, no, you're not alien. You know, you're aliens, and, and you're that's bad illegal. guys. And, that's and so bad. they 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 shoot up the spaceport and then jump into garbage. Yeah, and then jump into garbage, and then. Tricky, who's Zorg's assistant, comes up and he's like, no, he I'm, to be Corbin Dallas. I'm Corbin Dallas. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, boarding is closed. Bye. And they just close yep. it. And so then we get the introduction to the most important character in this movie. Oh, man. is it, Okay, Ryan, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to let you describe the rest of this movie and just t- tell me why. And I'll just chime in every so often. So why is he the most important character in this hilarious. movie? Because he's hilarious. Because he's so ridiculous. Because the whole time to this movie, everybody's been pretty serious yeah and and it's all about the end of the world 
And then we get this guy who's supposed to be like, a, and he's basically making fun of every media celebrity in the world. Yeah, and, and it's, it's kind of like he's kind of like a future. I feel like he's like the future Howard Stern kind of. I don't know because kind of like a radio shock like a jock. Stern, it seems, but Kim like Kardashian Kim, combination. I feel like I feel like, but at the time it would be something like it's like like then like Howard, Howard Stern, Stern was close, Jenny McCarthy. I don't know. I feel like it almost people. predicts media celebrity in the yeah, 21st it really century does like, because he's just super self important and he's blogging everything that happens yeah, to him. It's the kind of it's the kind of thing that everybody would follow him on instagram yeah. and he would have more than a million followers on he Twitter. was like remember when perez hilton was like a big deal yeah he's like, like this perez is hilton. like yeah, or when, maybe we should say perez hilton is like ruby rod yeah hmm. Hmm. anyway right. <laughs> um, see so yeah, he's flirting with ladies and he, he <laughs> and all the japanese schoolgirls and he just takes his paintbrush and paints the pictures yeah. that they've brought for him to sign yeah and uh it, but I, I i guess the idea is he hosts a radio show a daily radio yeah, show like a I talk show yeah and and just because in the future radios come back yeah. with engines. And he talks like a mile what a mile a minute. Ian, you're you're really making that joke right now about radio in the future. Yes, on a podcast. Yes. Okay. Well, no, hold on. This is different. Uh-huh. This is this How's is different. You have to listen into yeah. that broadcast at oh, a yeah. specific time. Hold uh-huh. on. You have to listen. Yeah, in they definitely the- don't record it. You know, you probably can't time shift it. <sighs> Oh man, I just downloaded Ruby Rod's new episode. Oh my god, that's not how it works. <laughs> they never said anything about downloading. There's no pro- once again, once again, another movie by the way that can't predict not. widescreen TVs. Every TV is still square, and they also don't predict computer, you know, iPhones. No, not, none of that business. Devices. None of that garbage. Yeah, well, so um, they put them all to sleep except for Ruby Rod, who decides to get hanky panky with one of the stewardesses. Put them all to sleep so they can fly away on light speed and, and, and arrive magically. And at the same time. Ian Holm uh, sneaks into the plane. Yeah, sneaks under into the, the plane. space space the spaceship. And we space, get the we get the, the roster cruise. guys who trade out the radioactive fuel rod. Yep. at the bottom with mm-hmm. the little bumble balls uh-huh. bouncing around, and that, that part's very silly. There's yep. there's it's this whole like plane taking off yeah. slash Ruby Rod doing things montage. Uh, it's, 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 there's no way to describe it other than to tell you to watch it. Like you watch it and you're like, oh yeah, this is a French movie. Yep. Like because the French are like, yeah, you know what? People have sex sometimes. <laughs> According, according to Ruby Rod, all the time. Oh, yeah. Well, um, sorry, kids. Um, so then we arrive at Floss in Paradise. Yes. Right. I'm sure some, I think something happens in the middle. There's more president scene or something. Yeah. Know. You know, it's it's important. The, the president scenes ending. aren't really that important. They, they give us just more exposition about how we only have a certain amount of time to do this before the, yeah. the, the, the because the thing is heading to Earth yeah. or to something. So they so they get to Floss in Paradise and they wake and, up and, and they're walking Mila around. Mila Jovovich, Lulu is gone. Yeah. Lulu wakes up and takes off. Yeah. And so, um, and so they they accompany. But they never make it clear that she passed out in the first place. She might have just been awake the whole time. Well, no, she's she's there with him when they put everybody to sleep. Right. But she's and then when he wakes being. up, she's she's gone. She's gone. So, um, and she is she is sort of there. She meets with sort of secretly the um, the diva the sort diva. of sort of they yeah. kind of communicate through yeah. people through magic or um, people. And then uh, Bruce Willis gets to go to his room and he's like, "Hey, Puts I need to see on. the diva because she has the stones." I'm like, "Well, you got tickets. You got, you got front tickets, row tickets with, with Ruby Rod." And uh, <laughs> oh, man. and so he he puts like gets on a suit and goes down to the theater to see and this show. The greatest thing about whenever Chris Tucker is is on the scene, and, come on, my man. And you know what? The thing is, like, you can make fun of Chris Tucker and, and talk about how he doesn't have you know maybe he's not talented. He's not oh, really he's, he's great so, in this movie. This he, is like this role was made for him. It's so impressive because he does not stop no. talking. No. It's like I don't know how it's possible. He like literally for every minute he's on the screen, words are coming out of his mouth. Yep. It's yep. unbelievable, and I can understand most of them. 
<laughs> rush hour that. joke. I was waiting for um, that. I knew it was coming. Yeah, I was right. waiting as soon as for I it. said, I was like, oh, I can make a rush hour joke. The right amount now. of times he says, I need to be, I think we need to go back through and need to count the amount of times he says, Corbin, my man. Corbin, my man. Corbin, Corbin, my man. You can't even, you can't even impersonate it because yeah, the only person yeah. who can do it is him. It's, it's like, it's impressive because of how ridiculous it is. And, mm-hmm. but it's also because then, obviously, after the diva sings, they're, right. The aliens invade the yeah. uh, the ship, and it's this. So we have so we have now now we have now four different people want the stones. We have obviously Ian Holm and and then want the stones, but I think Bruce Willis is kind of with them, so it's kind of like three maybe three mm-hmm. people. So that's their kind of team. Then Zorg wants them, and now the aliens are coming to be like they want to like, get the stones so they can hold them over Zorg's yeah. head. Yeah, and so they're now separate. They're not with Zorg. They're yeah. separate. Which as a kid, I never understood. Oh, as an yeah. adult, I'm like, oh yeah, it's totally obvious. I'm a dumb but it, kid. But it's funny because I I feel like it would be just this. And it's a pretty fun action scene. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty long, pretty fun, lots of action. But the the whole thing is the whole time Ruby Rod is commenting on it, and yep. it just With it Jeff just make, gives this gives this layer of ridiculousness <laughs> yes. over everything that's happening. Um, oh, and I guess we forgot to mention during the diva singing. Oh, by the way, by the way, which which I've I've a comment to make about the diva singing. Sure, let's because not it. only is it great, uh-huh. a but that is the instant giveaway to anyone around that you're watching the Fifth Element because there's no <laughs> other movie that I've ever seen that contains singing like that. Uh, and and, and while by the way that that action sequence that happens during her singing uh-huh. is outstanding oh with yeah like, little, fighting all yeah, oh man, man that's so cool she does a lot of really cool little moving kick, around kicks and kicks and, and jumps and stuff spins and stuff and it like goes along with the music and she does i think she does a little matrix does she do that she does she does the matrix oh well she's before the arm Morphe, up yep. and she's yep she gives oh, the hand man. thing oh man the it's, wachowskis were watching this yeah they were <laughs> that's for sure this is definitely on my list of movies that influenced the matrix oh for sure for sure uh so yeah there that there's that whole it's it's great because it's it's kind of shot like a montage like you mm. get to see the fight scene yep and you're seeing the music happen at the same time and she's basically like a giant twilight like a giant blue a little star wars moves, character a little hand yeah. dance move, but she's like eight or ten feet tall yeah. or something like that and blue uh, yep. It's sort of weird. It's, it, this is like that's the thing that for me, like when I think of the, it's fifth the shot element, on the cover of the DVD, and it's the first thing you always think of, and it's like literally takes three minutes of the movie. Yeah, but for some it. reason, that's the most important part to everybody. Yeah, I don't it's, know why. Know, it's such an iconic part. like that. The ta- I feel like for me, that the taxi and the little bandage outfit are like the three yeah. things that people think of when they think of the Fifth Element. Um. So yeah, and she. So then the alien guys come in and start shooting everybody, and, and they shoot her. Stuff, and they shoot her and. She dies, but the stones are in, in me. me. And then, yeah. And so Bruce Willis is like, oh, maybe they're like metaphorical stones. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm going to stick my hand in this stones. hole in her stomach. <laughs> and, and then Ew. there's these stones. It's gross. Um, I never understood how she got them in there, but we won't go into yeah, that on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. She somehow had the, kept the stones she's out of body safe. She's, she's, she's safe. She's an alien. So they got the they got the stones out, and there's a huge firefight between the between Bruce oh, Willis. Oh man! And, and Bruce and Willis just gets to show that uh, he's awesome. He's to show he's Bruce Willis. Like, yeah. This is the point in the movie he gets where to he run gets around to and hide behind bars that are exploding yep. and, and shoot guys. And, 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 and all, meanwhile, Zorg comes in and sees well, Lilu. And, and also, meanwhile, Ruby Rod is just freaking out the entire time. Of course he is. I mean, he accidentally shoots somebody in the head when his hands shaking. I don't know. I feel comfortable about this. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's he's wacky. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, Zorg is, has just shown up. Zorg shows up because he's got to do it himself because he's tried too many times. A lot of other yeah. people help him, and so, so he tries to go get the stones. And so uh-huh. he goes into the diva's room and he finds this box that looks kind of nice, and, and then takes Lulu. it and then flies away. But well, hold on, he shoots it. Well, that's when he's shooting at Lulu. Oh, in the yeah, ceiling, that's right. He though. shoots at Lulu. Shooting in the at Lulu in the ceiling, and she gets like shot and oh, stuff. Sad. She's sad because she's like, all humans do it, destroy. And yeah, and why war. is the world so bad? It, and why part, can't I just yeah. find a nice man and settle down? I don't think that that part's apparently part of it. that's no. Everything is fine when she learns love. 
Well, How do you explain it, that? I'll explain it when we get to that part. All right. So, right? okay. So, there's a lot of gunfiring, and then bitter. Zorg's leaving again, and turns out this magic box is well, And stones. Zorg also sets a, sets a bomb. Sets a 20 minute bomb. 20 minute bomb. Yeah. And so, after this whole firefight with the part with the pool balls, pretty good. <laughs> where he's, he's trying to get a guy to throw him a gun, and the, the guy guy's is this famous, this famous star who can't hear anything. Yeah, he looks like, he looks like Mugatu. Yeah, he literally he looks like Mugatu. And so, the guy, the guy, he's like, you know, pointing at the gun, throw me the gun. And the he guy throws some pool balls, pool balls at him. And, he's like, and then he's like, yeah, all right. Thumbs up. Good job. They're like, yeah, okay. And there's that part where he shoots Ruby right out of the ceiling. Yeah. Or, or the floor and he falls. And oh, one of my really favorite great. parts is, is the part where they're like under the little like service trolley. Uh-huh. And he throws the grenade. And he's like, all right, count to 10. Yeah, it goes very clearly longer than 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Ruby runs all, one, two, three, four, five, six, five, six, six, six seven. Yeah, it, it, goes, it, it, gets, it gets to nine. It gets to and nine and then it explodes up. And then Bruce is all, 10. And then Ruby Rod is screaming like a, like yeah, a, like a woman. Like, ah! Ah! <laughs> oh, so man. Funny. You either love Chris Tucker or hate him in this oh, movie. Like, man. there's no, there's no, yeah, he was okay. No, no, Like, yeah. no, He's, you either love him just, or hate him. Like, I mean, you talked about Gary Oldman Chew in the scenery. Oh, yeah. And, and like, he is, he has consumed all of the scenery. Yes, he movie. has eaten the movie. <laughs> well, and then, and then there's one of my favorite parts. So, all the, the bad guys with the big rubber faces uh-huh. have the, the captain of the ship. Uh-huh. Uh, in, oh yeah, that's hostage. right. And, he, and, and so there, there's the there's the security guard, the guy who's the head of security for the the ship, and he's like, you know, I don't really know what to do. And and Bruce Willis like runs in front of the window, runs in front of the doorway, and shoots some, you know, and and looks. And he's like, okay, there's seven on the right, five on the left. And he runs in front of him again, and shoots a couple times. All right, two on the right, four on the left. Mm-hmm. And then and they're like, oh, send in the negotiator. And Bruce Willis is like, you, you want to go? Like, I've never negotiated before. He's like, you want me to? And they're like, sure. And Bruce Willis just walks in and shoots the bad guy in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Ian, oh yeah Ian Holm gets Ian Holmes who he has captive right yeah and so he's like because because the the what's his what's his character's name Cornelius yeah something whatever he, the, 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 the priest Vito, Vito Cornelius because um, he had stowed away and stowed so he was in the they found him and they yeah. put him in the brig like hey you stowed away um you're not allowed to go on vacation to this water planet that's pretty um <laughs> like space space Hawaii that's what it is it's space, space Hawaii. Hawaii they go to space Hawaii yeah. um and so uh so they end up uh they end up leaving they get they get they get because they Zorg get realizes he didn't have stones and goes back and be like again I gotta do this gets so off they, the ship they steal Zorg's ship, yeah, and then Zorg's left on this uh, on this uh, on the ship as there's like five seconds to go and on he, the and timer, he, and he, and he stops the stops, he stops the bomb, this time bomb, but, but then card in another it. time bomb rises up out of the that the other bad guys the, had left there, yeah, and immediately resumes at five seconds, yeah, and that's the end of Zorg, and that's the end of Zorg. The ship blows up and they get away. All well, and everybody all the escapes good, the ship because the ship has escape pods, so all the good people live. Well, but the ship has like bomb proximity sensors, yes, and and they so when off. they're getting Lilu, <laughs> Bruce was like, oh, that's a bomb. Everybody's no, that can't be a bomb because this ship is equipped with bomb detection, and if that was a bomb. Then the bomb detection would go off, and then all the bomb detection stuff goes starts off. going off. So <laughs> they, they fly back to Earth super fast because the death ball is flying towards Earth. Like, oh, yeah. no, they have the stones. Let's hurry. Somehow it knows. Oh, we forgot about him calling Mr. Shadow. Oh, uh, yeah. Zorg calls Mr. Shadow, which is the planet. He ca- talks to the planet on the telephone, and his head starts to bleed yeah. <laughs> mysteriously. So, um, and Zorg's little pet. We forgot about that, too. Oh, well. Right. Anyway, so they get to the desert. They put all these stones out there, and Lilu's like half out of it. And so they figure out how to open the stones, which is by interacting them with the elements they represent. Yeah. So air, air blows, air, or wind yeah, blows, wind blows, water, water fire, they put earth. sweat on it and earth. And there's a very tense they, moment where there's the only fire. one match. Yeah, and, they and everybody, and the, it's great. I don't know. Like, I'm curious to know if that part with the match was done spontaneously or, or if they intended so to, for some gust of wind to blow in the match to almost go out right yeah. before he drops 
it. Oh, I'm sure. I was like, come did. on, guys. <laughs> like, we know it's going to be fine. And then, so Lilu's like, I don't want to be the fifth element. Bruce Willis like, you got to. Well, like, people just kill everybody. And so, and so her, her argument is humanity and, and life is not worth saving because people just kill other people. All the time, war is, is all that, it, that there is. Oh, that's so right. She's after studying she, after war. She, she computer Google searched war. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's looking up the Wikipedia for war. Yeah, and um, and he's Wikipedia. like, no, there are other things that are worth living for, like love. And she's like, I don't know love. And then it's great because it's like you, you got see, through the L's. Yeah, you said, you said you got all the way <laughs> and through. Then, and then Vito Cornelius is like, just tell her. It's like apparently suddenly now it's like, but that's the thing where I felt like that's where they missed some points. I feel like there could have been some more development scenes with him, like very obviously falling for her. Like, yeah, there's I a agree. couple of those. But it's like tell like her, like he talked to like together. he talked to Vito Cornelius about like, gee, I really like her, but I don't know if she liked me back. They like that's, they that's what they assumed. There could have been like a montage, like a date montage. Yeah, they should have spent like an extra day in Flossed in Paradise and had like. A cute day together yeah or, and or then like, they could have fallen yeah out. well i think that and that's a funny thing it's like does, space does is Vito is Vito is Vito cornelius basically saying tell her because the world's going lie to just her, lie to her yeah. tell her that she's loved so she can save us all <laughs> um and then he kisses her and like uh, happens all after our first kisses with the woman we love a giant beam of light screams out of her mouth and destroys the death planet <laughs> which that's, becomes a second moon the, that's destroying earth like what do they why what? You're going to mess up the tides and everything. The planet's going to get all goofed well, up. I think you're supposed to think like, oh, that's where the first moon came from. Yeah, right. Because okay, so, the moon is only 5,000 years old. So apparently <laughs> so apparently, there's all these. T- so eventually in the future of our Earth, we'll have like 50,000 moons because yeah. of all the. Okay. Yeah. Which will protect us from when the sun expands. Exactly. Us all. Perfect. Um, so uh, <laughs> making everything we do here worthless, including this podcast. Um, so <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll last that long. <laughs> hopefully long after we're dead. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they've killed the death planet. Everyone's cheering and happy. And, uh, and so the president goes to meet Lilu and, and Corbin uh, Dallas and be like, you guys are amazing. And they go to like, the oh, same we put place. them in the, we put them in the, the same the solar channel yeah, the chamber to, make them all to regenerate energy. them or yeah, whatever. Make them all energizing. Good. And he's like, well, I want to say congratulations to him. And he opens the thing and looks inside and he's like, oh, they need a few more minutes. They're doing adult things. They're doing grownups. Well, it's great. I love the way he does it. He's like, they're. And he like puts his hands together and like kind of holds his hands close. Like they're, they're busy. <laughs> so, so that's what happens. I've definitely them. used those hand signs when I was in college and I was like a resident <laughs> advisor. And you're like, what's going on in that room? I'm like they're, they're busy. They're busy right now. <laughs> um, so yeah. And then they end with them smiling and kissing and a bad song over the credits. And that's the end of the fifth film. And, uh, and, and the mom calls. Yes. Corbin Dallas oh, of phone. course. Oh, and the president yeah. starts congratulating. She's like, you're not the president. You don't sound like the president. You sound he's like an, an idiot. He's, uh, pre- you're, you're, you don't president. sound like an idiot. The president's an idiot. <laughs> and that's how it ends. And Wait, yes. what's that song? I don't know. It's awful. Oh, let's look on that. No. The soundtrack <laughs> of this movie is, is very 1997. Oh, it's like yeah. lots of trip hop. And yep. and uh, I don't know. I I, I I tried to download it. I'm going to see if I can listen <sighs> to it. So, so Ryan, okay, it. we've reached the end of our, our show. So. Um, we've reached the end of the, the, the story of the movie. So yeah. what, any, any final things before we give it our verdict? Any Man, final, I love, you want to make? there are some things I love about the movie. The way this movie looks is just top notch. This yeah. movie is gorgeous. Yeah. And the fact that it's not just orange, blue color graded like crazy, but there's lots of just bright colors and things happening and excitement. There's enough orange and Lilu's hair for the yeah, yeah, there's enough of that. Uh, but uh, I mean, it, it's just like, it's. There's not a lot of movies. I think maybe Avengers is the the, the next one I can think of that's really? an action movie, but it's funny. 
Okay. You All know, right. There's, well, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's it's some It's not like a there. comedy action movie right. where like Seth Rogen is joking while he's jumping through the air with two guns. It's like a it's like a movie where there's action, but nobody takes themselves super seriously. Right. I don't know. I man, I just. I know you love the hack. It looks movie. so cool. This I, I, looks I like so this cool. movie a lot too. I am. I didn't see it in a while. And I would own every action figure. Every once in a while, I'll just want to be like, okay, you know, I'll watch Fifth Element and all the vehicles. I catch it. And it's great. It's great. It's fun. I, yeah, I remember it fondly from childhood. It was actually pretty big. Was it a commercial flop when it came out? I, don't, I think I feel like it was kind of in a middle area. It yeah, was not like, like a huge it wasn't a huge success, success but it's kind of got no this, Fifth Element two. No, it's kind of got a. <laughs> that'd be really confusing. <laughs> um, but. Uh, it's kind of got like yeah, a cult it's kind following, of cult at, this following at this point. You know, it's kind of one of those movies that you see people dressed up as Lilu at Comic Con, Comic Conventions. Not even necessarily the uh, the Band-Aid Lilu, the Band Aid strip Lilu. You also yeah, she'll wear the orange the, suspenders. Yeah, the orange suspenders, and you'll see all that cool stuff. So I want one of those. I want one of those weird jackets that Corbin Dallas yeah. wears. I would look like an idiot if I wore it, <laughs> but but I, <laughs> I kind of just want it for for no good reason. So Ryan, we're kind of the point in our show where we want to rate our movie. Um, so Ryan, out of a scale of one to ten, using whatever arbitrary size of thing you want what do you rate this movie oh man this is this is i mean i know what number i'm gonna rate it but i gotta think of gotta think of what things (laughs) things is the hard part take your time um all right i gotta think about it for a second okay i gotta think too cool stuff okay all right good uh i'm gonna go ahead and rate this movie 10 out of 10 Space Hawaii's. Okay. All right. I'm going to go ahead and 10 out of 10. Really? Dude, this is one of my favorite movies. All right. I'm going to have to go a little slightly lower. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to give it okay. 8 out of 10 hallway printed hats. <laughs> <laughs> so um, right. so that is The Fifth Element. Uh, that is our, our show for the week. Before we go, we want to talk about what movie we're going to be watching next time. And next time we have... Uh, we're going to be relevant. We're going to be relevant next yeah. time. So Ryan, what are we watching next time? Well, there's this movie that's coming out. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and it's it's... Had sort of a long and storied production history, uh-huh. and it's made a lot of people angry. Oh, uh, it stars Megan Fox. Oh no, not another Transformers. It's not movie. Transformers, oh. but it is produced by Michael Bay. No, Ninja Turtles. We're not watching that one. No, are we? we're oh, watching the 1990 Ninja Turtles. Oh man, the original live action Ninja <laughs> Turtles movie. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. The, for for a very long time, the largest grossing independently produced movie ever made. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we will go ahead and talk about that next time on Super Action Bros. Uh, we want to thank you for listening and join us next time when we talk about 1990s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, man. And remember. Whether it's Blockbuster. Or Lackluster. We're, we're the, the Super, Super Action Bros. Bros. Yeah. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at StuffandThingsNetwork.com. Miss Multibus.